most people would say that going to the dentist is probably their least favorite trip to make, <laughs> least favorite thing to do. And we've all, you know, gotten those kits, I think most of us would have, with a toothbrush and a floss and all of that. But have you ever gone to the dentist and realized that you needed some major work done because you failed to do the preventative work? Well, that definitely happened to me. I was working full time and in a job and I knew all the preventative things that I needed to do, but I wasn't always doing them. Mm. Things like getting the routine cleaning and and really making sure that I was staying on top of it. So when you know, I got in a situation where I needed some major work. You got in a situation. Yes. <laughs> and as they were drilling in my mouth and doing all of that stuff, I was thinking to myself, I really wish I would have taken the preventative route. Maybe I wouldn't be here in this mm-hmm. situation. Well, that's what we're talking about. Are we talking we're, about dentists today? No, we're talking about <laughs> preventative work, particularly as it pertains to a uh, sabbatical. Not just any sabbatical, but a strategic sabbatical. Yes. Yeah, so here are the three things that we're going to be covering in this episode of the Married Penny Life podcast, we're going to be talking about the critical role of rest in sustainable legacy building and how you can implement it more and more regardless of how busy you are, because that's the whole point. And we're going to also be talking about the distinct difference between a sabbatical versus a strategic sabbatical and why you've likely been missing the major benefits thus far. It's definitely time to change that. We're also going to be going over how to recognize your breaking point before you break down. Most people rest when they are forced to. Listen, living on E is toxic. So by the time you finish listening to this episode, you're gonna have practical tools to identify how to up-level, protect, and increase your leisure and downtime without feeling guilty, amen for that, or not being fully present, amen to that too. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Penal Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPenalLife.com. Yep, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and leave a lasting impact above all. Yes, we know that married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser clear strategy to build out their legacy structure profitably and peaceably amen for that so whether you're an indiepreneur a spousalpreneur or a couplepreneur this is absolutely going to be very insightful and actionable that you can you all can move forward so if you're an indiepreneur that means that you and your spouse are building individual businesses and if you are a couple a couplepreneur that means they're building business together and if you are a spousalpreneur that means that one of you is running the business while the other may have a nine to five yeah so you could be like a combination of those two of the three yeah or you may be like transitioning from one to the next mm-hmm. and you want to get in the right position we we have literally been in all three of these types of maripreneurs today we are a combination of indiepreneurs and what are we? Couplepreneurs. Couplepreneurs. I was about to say spousal. I'm like, no, we're not spousalpreneurs right now. 
So with that being said, um, what we do as indiepreneurs are individual businesses and then couplepreneurs, the business together. That's right. So I run a consultancy helping organizations and families to boost profitability while acquiring real estate as they scale out that portfolio. Mm-hmm. And I run a creative arts staffing firm where we work with school districts and arts organizations and hiring creatives to connect and get that message or their skill set out. I also have a consultancy working with creative women, helping them build multiple revenue streams with their crafts. So together we run a marriage newer life and that is what we're here talking about. We're not talking about it today, but we are doing it today. That's right. <laughs> yes. And so Ultimately, we're here as legacy builders, helping other legacy builders build out their legacy profitably and peaceably. Now, today especially is so important because we're diving into a topic that is some, I would say, somewhat controversial to what the, the world say, on the street is. I would say it's counter culture and controversial. Okay, there you go. So we're talking about the strategic sabbatical for legacy builders. We say this is one of the most overlooked tools for maritpreneurs. Uh, many overlook them because they think opposite needs to happen in order for us to build out our legacy. So the three things that we're going to be going over today, three things that we promise that we will dive into today is this. We're going to be going over the critical role of rest in legacy building. That's the first thing. Yep. And then we're going to talk about the difference between uh, Sabbathing and strategic Sabbathing. Yes. And thirdly, we're going to talk about, oh, how to recognize. How to recognize your breaking point before you break down. Yeah, I was going to let you say that part. Okay, so let's get right into it. So dealing with the first one. The first one is a critical role that rest plays as legacy builders. Yeah, so there is a famous quote as attributed to the 16th president of the U.S., Abraham Lincoln, where he says, if you give me six hours to chop down a tree, then I will spend four sharpening my axe. And I think in principle, no, I know in principle that that is counterculture because you probably have heard, I know I've heard, we've heard terms or phrases like sleep when you are dead mm -hmm. or terms like, terms like team or hashtag team, no, no sleep. sleep. And so these kinds of of values, as it were, mm. are very, very common, especially in the entrepreneur space. Mm. And so it's all about go, go, go. And don't let anyone outwork you. Don't let your competition outwork you while you're resting. Somebody is up creating. And so what that is designed to do is those statements are designed to get us to push ourselves harder, to go further, to do more with less across the board. And while all of it sounds noble and all of it sounds commendable, the reality is it's not realistic, nor is it, I would challenge and say, healthy. And so when you think about, when you think about the idea around or, or sort of the ethos, which just means the ethics of entrepreneurship, everything is about go, 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 hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. Now, let me pause and say, there is a place for stretching and Working challenging diligently. and being diligent in what it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. But anything without parameters or boundaries can really send us over the cliff. It can send us over the cliff emotionally, it can send us over the cliff 
physically, in all kinds of ways. So back to Abraham Lincoln when he said, give me six hours to chop down a tree, I'll spend four sharpening my axe. What he was in effect saying was, with a sharp axe, and that could be a sharp mind, mm -hmm. that could be, well, a sharp mind is a mind that's going to be well rested. That's right. That could be fresh creativity. Mm -hmm. That could be physical yeah. energy and vitality. Mm -hmm. That could be emotional uh, reset and renewing. That could be time away so that you can get refilled. So when you come back, you could be that much more effective. Mm -hmm. That looks like different things across the board. But in all, we could sum it up under really under the word rest mm -hmm. because every aspect of us needs to be refreshed. Yeah, and I would just say for those of you um, who are listening live or watching listening the replay after this, um, let us know in the comments if you have heard that and if that's one part, if you have actually heard the whole about the whole hustle culture, I'm pretty sure based on where you live, you likely have. Um, and, I, and I don't know. I'm not going to say just in the West. I think it could be like a worldwide anyway, sure. yeah, cultural thing. Um, the other thing is let us know if you've ever espoused that and what the results of your life was were like when you were espousing this hustle culture. Or maybe you're in it right now, right? Maybe mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this is different. Like, rest. Why, who, who, why would we do that? Like, who, who's that for? Only, you know, the weak people do that. Mm -hmm. But not so, not so, not so. So um, let us know that in the comments. Also, when we're talking about this culture, this is not how we were raised. Uh, separately, individually, we were not raised in the culture of um, taking the time to rest and be refreshed. So when we started intentionally doing this as part of our legacy building strategy, it was like a culture shock. It was awkward and <laughs> it was, weird and uncomfortable. Like, Wait, what do we do if we're not working though? Like, what do, what do we, <laughs> what do we talk about if we're not talking about work? What, like, what is life, right? Um, and that's that's not a, a healthy place to be. So we had to actually rebuild. We had to rebuild our within our own selves and within our within our marriage and restructure like where we were going with our what values. Our values, yeah. So this is how it all started for us. So this is, I would say, what, like about five years ago, mm -hmm. maybe six years ago? Yes. Um, we got into this whole mindset of understanding how it looked by taking a class. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, there was a class that was that that we had taken and it was around Hebrew studies mm -hmm. and really just delving into um, the OT, the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, and really understanding the 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 role of the sabbatical or or, or of the sabbath and what it was really designed for mm -hmm. and we were not made for it as christ taught but that it was rather made for us mm -hmm. and the beauty of it is is that it really helped us to not create idols and here are the common idols pretty much as it would pertain to mm -hmm. entrepreneurship and legacy building one mm -hmm. would be would be the idol of of work or mm -hmm. um, the idol of accomplishment, accomplishment mm -hmm. and the idol of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we work, right? Because that sounds noble and all of, and, 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 and hard work is a good value. Absolutely. It is a good value, Yeah. but it can be to the extreme, which then could be to our detriment, especially as ones who are building out legacies for our families. Mm -hmm. And we have been there. Like Absolutely. I, I know when, even before we started taking that class, Mm -hmm. I was already, um, I, we were on, well, I was entrepreneur full time when we mm -hmm. got married. 
And so we were spousalpreneurs. And, you know, I would be working my business all times of the night, all times of the day while he would, you know, go to the bank, do what he did, came back home. And then, you know, I would, hey, how you doing? Love you. And then go back to work. Crazy. Um, but it got to the point where that caught up with me. So much so that my body shut down, y'all. I was on bed rest. And But guess what? You would think that that would, that would tell me, you know what, Sway? You should probably rest. But no. Did I rest? Who? Who will rest? Why rest? Like, I'm an entrepreneur. So I'm over in the bed, y'all, like, with my laptop, trying to, like, get stuff done, connect with clients, and, you know, make sure money is collected, all these things. And so... Um, but it got to the point that I could no longer even do that. My whole being was reacting, like my, my whole body. And I, I had to, you know, call to the doctor because I'm like, what's going on? It was just very weird stuff going on. I'm not even going to go into all the details right now. But it was very weird and actually very frightening to me um, because something was off. And it all impacted even my hormones. Like it was off, off. And so I knew I needed to rest, but also my body needed to rest. My mind needed to rest. Um, and at that point, I was at that point, I didn't know I was in burnout mode. So sometimes you don't even know if you're in burnout because you feel like you just, that's what you have to do. You just have to keep going, going, going. And so I didn't realize I was in burnout mode, but whenever my husband would say, and all I knew though, let me tell you this, I didn't know I was in burnout, but all I did know is that I hated my business. I hated my day-to-day -day life. I hated what I built. And the crazy thing is I built it. Like I designed it based on what I thought was necessary, but that wasn't necessary. And so we had to start from the bottom um, to rebuild. So he would even ask me, well, what do you want to do? Because I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to run my businesses. I'm just over it. And so when he said, you know, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know what I want, but all I know is what I don't want. So we had to start from there. That's how low it was. Um, you know, and so once we worked through that piece of it and I had to rebuild it in the business in a way that would work for me. And I got to that place to say, you know what? I don't care. How many clients I, I lose, I don't care. Like who walks away, I don't care what, what, because my health is more important than any of that. And so I had to rebuild with a new core um, value, a new core value of my health and my, my peace of mind and like building this life that I didn't like. And then it was impacting our marriage. It was strained there too, because how are you going to be happily married and all you're doing, despite, you know, is just working on a computer. And so... It, it like rearranged everything and that's real talk it rearranged how i did life but it also rearranged our marriage and really put it back as, as a priority that it was supposed to be um in the first place and this was even before we took that tour class this was before so this was like right before that and then so when we took the tour class and we learned about the the sad yeah good i was just like wow like this so, makes sense yeah so the real detriment mm -hmm. so that was like a residual impact yeah. but the mm -hmm. real um, um egregious yeah. impact is is that it places our desire and our business for our business mm -hmm. in front of god yes and when we do that that's that's the real downfall of it all is yeah. that we make an idol out of a sense of accomplishment yeah. we make an idol out of our business and our ideas and we put it in front of god and then everything else after that is secondary yeah, that's good. So yes, yes, yes. Um, Tanya Jones. Yes, absolutely. She's yes, you right on it. Talking about the idols that we it's it's real talk. It's all real talk. So that's the first thing as far as the critical role of rest um, and legacy building. And it really is a weapon for us. I know it's not popular. I know it's not the cool thing to do. I know it's 
not like the thing that you know the culture is seeking after oh we gotta rest we got no really rest is a weapon um let me say it this way too rest is not a weakness mm -hmm. it's a sign of wisdom actually oh that's good yes i think we should make that into a meme yeah that's good okay so the second thing that we're going to go over um right now is the difference between a regular like sabbatical when it comes to entrepreneurship we talk mm -hmm. well we haven't talked all about that but that versus a strategic sabbatical yeah so it, we could really attribute it this way one would be proactive mm -hmm. out of discipline and really out of faith and trusting god the other one would be more reactionary mm -hmm. and so when we have a sabbatical that's not strategic and by strategic we just simply mean planned okay intentional that is not <laughs> deliberately yeah. planned if it's not that then it's in response mode and whenever it's in mm -hmm response mode then what happens is mm -hmm. is we end up yeah. chasing after damage has already been done we end up trying to recoup and recover yeah doing damage control and so the reason why that's not fruitful and that's mm -hmm. not helpful is because there's already it actually takes more to to recover from mm -hmm. when it's not done strategic and i'll give you yeah. i'll give you a real a real example of that it wasn't, I think, but a year ago mm -hmm. where I really hadn't taken a strategic rest. Mm -hmm. And so we missed it. We missed it. And oh, so okay. I was burning the candle at both ends across mm -hmm. the board in so many different ways. I was burning the candle at both ends. And what ended up happening was I got to a point where mm -hmm. I needed to I needed to have this rest to have this sabbatical. And I took it and it was great i mean it was amazing mm. but it it was it didn't take as long let me put it this way it didn't take as long mm -hmm. for me to really need it again mm -hmm. because i had already done so much big in damage before then yeah. that even though i took it and i recovered i realized that i needed another one even quicker yeah and so you have sort of these micro sabbaticals and then you have sort of these excuse me, these macro sabbaticals, mm -hmm. and you have these micro ones. A macro one is like, you know, you do it strategically, say, in my case, or in our case, every quarter. Mm -hmm. That would be a strategic one. Mm -hmm. But the micro ones would be more on a weekly basis. Yeah. And the weekly basis really act as, as in one sense, supplementary mm -hmm. to the quarterly ones. But the point is, mm -hmm. it's built into the cam. Excuse me, into the calendar. Like everything else is built into the yeah. calendar. Mm -hmm. Like a launch is built into the calendar. Yes, yes. All of it matters because here's the thing: we had to stop doing our day to day business, running, going through life, and we only pause when our bodies required it. That is a very toxic cycle. So that means, well, we only rest because my body shut down. Like, why? Why do that? Like, why? Why lead a life where you're just working, working, working until you have to shut down? Right. It's so important. That's why the strategic sabbatical is important versus just doing a sabbatical because you have to just because, you know, there is no other way, which is what what happened to us before, which is what happened when I was on bed rest. It wasn't a strategic sabbatical at all. I was burned out. And I realized I didn't want to live my life like that or continue in that way. Can I unpack mm -hmm. one more layer here? Go ahead. Because this is so <laughs> this is so important. I think a lot of times we wait until our body demands it. Mm -hmm. Because to do it in a strategic way yeah. 
makes us feel like we didn't earn it. Oh, that's good. And we feel like if we're not exhausted, then we didn't then earn rest. we didn't rest. earn it. Oof. But if you're waiting mm. to feel exhausted in order to feel like you earned rest rather than realizing that it's built in to make you more fruitful, to make you more uh, submitted to God, to make you more mm. impactful, in. especially in your family and mm. in the dynamics of the community in which you serve, then then what happens is you're even bringing a a sort of works-based way of thinking, a sort mm. of laborious right. way of thinking mm. like, Oh, well, if I'm not tired, I got to keep going until I'm tired so that I can feel uh, accomplished, accomplished yeah. even in my rest. Yeah. And it's it, it, it's it's a vicious cycle mm -hmm. and it's and it's and it's fundamentally broken. Right. And let me say this. Like we're talking about the big picture, but that also is impacted in our day to day. Yeah. So when we close down each day, what we do part of our legacy meeting in the morning, one of the things that we like to say or ask each other is, OK, what time are we stopping today? Because what that does is it sets that level of accountability for us. But it also tells us to tell ourselves, OK, this is the time that I've set to stop. So I'm not going to let whatever happens, whatever fires come, make me react to that. Let me be proactive, get in front of it. But remember, at the end of the day, God is the one who brings the increase. I'm going to work my tail off during the day. I'm going to be diligent in my work. I'm going to be focused in it, and I'm going to be a good steward of my time. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to shut it down. Because guess what? I'm not God. <laughs> and everything that he has for me is going to be there as I continue on to work. Now, there are different seasons, such as in our launch seasons, where there will be likely longer days or we're just building, or, you know, creating something new. But even in that, making sure that's that seasonal too. that's seasonal, too. But even in that, trusting God with that to say, OK, right. we're going to do our part and we're going to make sure that we don't we remember that we're not God. <laughs> we're going to be diligent. And with every you know moment that we have, we're going to be good stewards of our time, of our energy, of our talents. We're going to give it everything we have. We're going to give it 110 percent. But then also realize, okay, when we say we're going to stop, we're going to stop in this part. And what that does is daily, it reminds us to rest, right? Daily, it reminds us who's God and who's not. Yes. So when it comes time for like any weekly rest or when it comes time for any quarterly rest, our minds, our spirits, everything is already positioned and it is trained. Right. It's, it's like a continual re, like reminder to do that on a daily basis. So even doing that daily, it will be very it's, it will be very challenging to not do this on a daily basis or at least to challenge ourselves to do it on a daily basis. And then just say, OK, I'm going to do it once a month. I'm going to do it once a quarter. Listen, your whole mind is going to keep going and racing. If you are if you've ever been in a season, maybe you're there now um, where you, it's hard to turn it off. And I, especially when you don't want to, because trust me, I don't want to turn it off. Like I want to keep creating and I want to keep like figuring out things or strategizing. I want to keep doing that. But I also have to know that there's a place too, like where, what needs to be done. And it, my, my mind, it has to submit, like it has to submit. So if I'm not requiring it to submit on a daily basis, it, it's impossible nearly to have it submit on a monthly or a weekly if I'm just like just trying to do it because then it'll take that whole rest time just to even calm it down before it's time to go back to work. Right. So it's really a, a muscle that we continue to work through. And it's a discipline. It's a discipline. It's a discipline. OK, that's the second thing. The third and final thing for this um, live in this episode is how to recognize your break point before breakdown. Let me just get mm -hmm. right into it. First way to recognize your breaking point before your breakdown is mm -hmm. there'll be a dis there'll be a diminishment in your mental um, um, sharpness. In other words, you'll be mentally fatigued. 
things that once were smooth solutions or came as smooth resolves on the front end, now you have to work twice, three times, four times as hard just to arrive at the same kind of simplicity that you did when you were fresher. The second thing you'll notice is, is that there'll be a, um, a, a loss of creativity, which really kind of ties into the first one, mental fatigue, lack of sharpness, or lack of creativity, where you normally can be very uh, sort of troubleshooting, um, things are you know, firing off in your mind, like, oh, we could do this, or oh, we could do that. When that comes at a much higher price, meaning you have to work 10 yeah. times as hard just to come up with stuff like that, mm -hmm. that's another sign. Another one is that there'll be a lack of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And let me explain what I mean by lack of gratitude, because I know sometimes gratitude can be a sort of uh, abstract word. There'll be a lack of thankfulness, mm -hmm. a lack of appreciation, which really is a lack of contentment. Mm -hmm. When we're not content, we don't have gratitude. Yeah. Because it's like grateful for what? We feel like we feel like if we don't have the next thing we desire, then we don't have what we need. And whenever wants and needs get conflated, there's going to be a lack of gratitude, a lack of thankfulness. And that goes right along with the other stuff that mm -hmm. we've been mentioning, all the aforementioned items mm -hmm. where the work has become an idol, accomplishments become an idol and so forth. And mm -hmm. so we want to acknowledge that there's going to be a break, uh, uh, that there are breaking points before there is a breakdown. Mm -hmm. And know what those breaking points are for us individually. Know what yes. that looks like. So you don't have to end each day exhausted. So you feel like you have to earn that rest. Right? I, I said, yes. Mm -hmm. I said to you, even as recently as last night about something that I was like, you know what? I think we need to adjust this over here mm -hmm. because I'm not as sharp yeah. as I normally would be. And I can tell that, now let me go back to the Abraham Lincoln analogy, yeah. that my blade is getting dull. Mm. And going back to the Abraham Lincoln analogy, when the when the ax is dull, you got to swing harder. Yeah, it takes more effort. You're exerting more. Mm -hmm. Now, you're already tired. Anyway. But you got to exert more. And, 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 and there's a lot of overcompensating that happens. Mm -hmm. And that will just wear you down even faster. It's kind of like having a battery, a cell phone battery, that's at that yellow red zone, yeah. and it says 10%. And have you ever thought you could go further on the 10% than you, than, you, than you actually could, and you were in the middle of something, and then the whole screen goes black? That's kind of like what happened for us on Instagram the other day. We realized after the fact when we had the mic plugged in that the, the battery was working fine. It wasn't mm -hmm. fully charged though when we started. It was cl close to not being fully charged. I don't even think it was halfway. We didn't realize that. But we had the mic um, plugged in. And then as soon as that battery hit like that critical zone, mm -hmm. it couldn't even uh, accept the integration of the mic, of the plug-in. And people were like, we can't hear you. You know, we can't hear you. And it was because the battery was so low that it could only push out IG live stream, but it could not push out the audio through the mic. Yep. It's crazy. Just Whenever we're weak, we get weaker faster. Yeah. That's so so true. So our the goal is to not to get to that place of burnout. <laughs> so you stop and you rest and you make it a daily type of it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that we're a part of. So um that's this part of the of this episode. What we're going to do next and we'll come back and and fill that in, which will be enjoying the journey together where we'll go over actionable and practical steps to implement this on in your day-to-day -day lifestyle as you build as married penures. Okay, so welcome to Enjoying the Journey Together. This is the segment where we can be practical.
practical steps from the previous segment so you two can get results fast. Okay guys, so listen, we are going to be going over some very simple yet powerful tools that will safeguard your downtime, your family time, your quality time. And you likely have heard these before, maybe, maybe not. But either way, we want to make this a reminder or introduce you to some of these things. So the first thing is very practical step. And we're talking about your strategic sabbatical. How about this? How about you plan it right now? Plan your next one. Instead of talking about, oh, I can't wait one day we're going to do this, or eventually in a few months, or maybe around uh, next month sometime, we're going to go ahead and plan your next sabbatical now. You know, that's so good. The importance of being deliberate with that. Mm -hmm. And also implement weekly downtimes into your calendar. So these Mm -hmm. would be like micro sabbaticals. This is the thing that you do really throughout the week or leading up to the end of the week so that you can really start conditioning your body to have that rest. Because I'm going to tell you something, if you're putting the pedal to the metal all the way through until that big sabbatical, Mm -mm. you're still defeating the purpose. Absolutely. And another thing you want to think about doing is, once again, prepare in advance, though, before you need to have that break, which is why we said before, plan your next sabbatical. But not only that, Look at when you want to do the next one and the next one. Plan it out for the year, at least the times, uh, the months, possibly even the weeks that you want to have that plan. The more specific you can get down to the day, the better. Why? Because if you don't plan it for you, no one else is going to plan it for you. Like You have to be intentional about your time because otherwise... Everyone else and everything else will be intentional about using your time. So you want to block it off before you start putting board meetings in there, start putting trainings in there, start putting all the other things that are going to absolutely pop up because that's just what they do during life. Mm -hmm. It just happens that way. But if you say, no, this is this is the these are the dates that we're going to go away these are the dates that i'm going to go away this is when i'm going to set this time aside and barricade that time barricade it like put a mighty fortress (laughs) around those dates because (laughs) it's going to require that and then some to actually keep it because i don't know what happens but something weird happens whenever you plan to move forward or do something that's proactive for your own growth starts pulling everything else it pulls everything motion for it right but then you have a lot of distractions is what i'm saying oh yeah yeah that's what i'm saying that's why you have to put a fortress around it because otherwise you're gonna believe the lie that it's just not possible and it is now it takes discipline but it is possible so we hope though that this episode has been encouraging inspiring and motivating motivational to you so that motivating you to take movement like take action on when you're going to plan out you all's next strategic sabbatical how about that and this is literally so important as it comes and pertains to building out your legacy because you can't have a sustainable one without having a regular recharge you can't be consistent with the creativity without having a regular recharge. So these strategic sabbaticals are your recharge jizz. <laughs> okay, they're your recharges. If you all have not received our free legacy building tool, which is the 2021 Maripreneur Checklist, this is your opportunity to grab it. It's totally free. You can get it over at marriedpreneurlife.com, marriedpreneurlife.com. This 
This download right here is definitely going to increase your clarity. It's going to accelerate your momentum together and it's going to act as a guide to you two living powerfully in sync. So go grab it now over at marriedpreneurlife.com. Until next time. Keep living purposefully. Powerfully. And profitably in, in sync. sync. All right, guys. Peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, two, three. But? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two were called to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two were called to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back